1: Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Today, I spoke with Robert Sheen. No, not Robert Sheen, the actor, (laughs) but Robert Sheen, the CEO of a company called TrueZig. Our topic was pay equity. We talked about what exactly is pay equity. What's the state of pay equity? How do you analyze it? How do you measure it? How do you track it? How do you answer arguments uh, that counter pay equity? (laughs) It was uh, quite an interesting conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. Stay tuned because it's going to happen next right here on the Jim Stroud Podcast. The Recruiting Life is a newsletter that gives a quirky view on the world of work and aspires to educate, entertain, and inspire with articles, comics, podcasts, videos, and more. It is produced on a weekly basis by yours truly, Jim Stroud, and is supported by readers like you. Topics in this newsletter include the future of work, current labor trends, the impact of AI on the recruitment industry, and more. Subscribe now and receive it every Monday in your email by going to jimstroud.beehive.com. That URL is jimstroud.beehive, B-E-E-H-I-I-V.com. A link is in the podcast description. Don't wait. Subscribe now. Operators are standing by. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Jim Stroud Podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Special guest, tell us, who are you and what do you do?
2: Hey, hi, Jim. It's great to be here with you. Uh, My name is Robert Shane. I'm the founder of uh, TrueZeg. It's a software company helping companies build better workplace through software.
1: Nice, nice. Okay. Now, I understand that either you personally or your company um, has a strong interest in pay equity. Uh, What would you say is the state of pay equity these days?
2: Oh, Jim, you know... um, you know, Equal Pay Act was passed in 1963, and here we are 60 years later, we're still talking about this. And it's a form of discrimination. And uh, to me, it's it's been like a freeway without a cop, you know. And so people investigate uh, when there's an accident or here in pay equity, there's a lawsuit. And uh, so... Um, and the uh so what's going on in the pay equity is that the you know with the rise of uh, awareness towards environment and social uh and that the um, uh there's been a lot of government activism that's been going around you see a lot of legislation that had have, have penalties uh pay data reporting uh certifications uh salary range uh, that posting uh, and you know also with you know abandoning or banning people from asking questions like, hey, how much were you making in your prior jobs, and and so you see those legislation finally you know putting cops on the freeway uh, by like states like California, Washington, Illinois, New York, Massachusetts, and and globally you know Canada, UK, Australia, and EU. And uh, it seems like, uh, uh, you know, finally, people are realizing it is important. It's a problem with discrimination. Uh, we're going to put some cops on the freeway to monitor this. And so people are, uh, you know, having to, uh, you know, pay, get paid for equal work. Yeah.
1: Sure, sure. I, I've noticed this trend. I don't know if it was a new rule. I believe it is um, in certain states, if not nationally, where you have to, you have to, you um, be transparent about what you're paying people because I've yep. noticed on Indeed and other job boards, um, not on every job, but on a lot of them, I'll see a salary range. Um, explain that. What exactly is, is, is that what pay transparency is?
2: Yeah, you're, you're right on, you know, it's a one way of uh, achieving pay equity, which is to let everybody know what job and pays what range, you know, what, what does it pay? So you have to post that and uh, so the people know when they apply for a job what the range the company is willing to pay but most importantly it's internally that now the employees know what that job pays you know so several years ago I I, you know it was kind of a bit of a taboo for employees to talk about their salary but now that it's public everybody knows and so everybody's you know aware of where they should be paid and if you're paid below that range if you know you should be asking for a raise or you should look for another job right
1: yeah yeah i have a friend of mine who's in the military and i was discussing pay equity with him at one point and he suggested let me get your opinion on this he suggested that corporate america should take a hint from the u.s military because if you are of a certain rank then you get certain pay and you get certain benefits, not just across the board, you know, and and everybody knows what a captain makes or what a sergeant makes, that kind of thing. Uh, Maybe something like that could be implemented in corporate America, where if you have a certain job title, no matter where you are in the country, this is how much you get. Maybe it may be adjusted for for different areas.
2: Yeah, no, great, great, you know, great question. And then um, so what's happening is, you know, there's, you know, companies to come up with the job architecturing and leveling, and they need to come up with, you know, kind of like a in the military, like lockstep salary increases, and, you know, that increases with the responsibility skill and things like that. And, and you're seeing that in the corporate America as well, you know, and, and the good way of putting that is by imposing salary ranges.
1: What else do you? Right. What else do you think companies can do to uh, achieve pay equity and transparency? What else? What oh, any other ideas?
2: Yeah, you know, um, the the pay equity and diversity equity inclusion needs to become a a part of business as usual day to day operation. And uh, the reason why I say that is, let's say you have a company, uh, let's say, has over you know, 100,000 employees. And that means that you are constantly hiring, constantly promoting, and con- you know, people are leaving all the time, on uh, every day. So, so in order to achieve pay equity, you need to have a software that you could pull the data lifetime on demand and seeing who are you hiring? right? Are you hiring diverse people? Uh, are you able to put the salary range out there that internally and externally inequity? Um, Who are who is being promoted? Right? Is there conscious bias or unconscious bias as to promotion? And who is leaving? You know, and uh, you know, so the company needs to put this in you know, the procedures and policy, they have to have a, a action plan that's implementable. They have to conduct pay equity audit. They have to make changes if there's there are pay inequities. They have to set goals. They have to measure their progress, you know, and people, you know, keep, keep people accountable, and also understand what is the root cause, right? And the mm. data would show you. Let's say a certain division at a certain geographic location is constantly having significant, substantial, and consistent pattern and behavior, then you know that certain division needs a lot of action that's required. And also, you know, with the regulations that need to be able to comply. So it really needs to become a day-to-day operation. You know, I think what the corporate America, all the lot of the companies up to now, what they've been doing is doing once a year, once every two years, but it doesn't get you anywhere. You know, because you you just have too many people coming in and and promoting and leaving and and it really needs to become that and and then so that you know you see the the rise of you know SEC wanting this type of data you know because you know what the study has shown is that diverse companies perform better compared to peers who are not diverse and so and you know so you you see the SEC requirements because. Diverse people, you know, that means you are able to understand your customer better because your customer is diverse. So it's much more sustainable. It's a long term goal. And it's 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 good, not just good for the company, but it's also good for the society.
1: When you're gathering data uh, on um, pay equity to make your decisions and whatnot, do you think companies should take into account um, how many hours somebody has worked? or how many days off they've taken, or if they've had extended leave. Because some arguments I hear around pay equity is that um, everyone wants equal pay for equal job title, which makes makes perfect sense, right? Uh, but if you have one employee who is uh, not as dedicated, maybe not working as hard, or maybe they've taken more days off, but they're still demanding the same amount of pay of someone else who didn't take as many days off who stay consistent. I'm just wondering when you gather data, do you do those should those things be taken into account as
2: well? I, I think you need to look at it holistically. You know, mm-hmm. what is this job function? Uh and then the what are the factors that drive compensation? You know, is it perform performance, tenure, is it hazardous job, uh, is it location? So it, the you have to look at the whole thing. Um, I think that the um, on the absence, if the absence does matter, but then you also have to accommodate, you know, is this person uh, have, let's say disabled spouse or family you know family that they have to take care? Mm -hmm. and uh, so you have to take account for that i think that historic you know for historically i i you know it seems like it seems to me that the women have taken the blunt of household chore and Mm. and also have to work full-time and also have a baby you know so Mm -hmm. the company really needs to understand their workforce who are they what kind of accommodation do they need to give i think job performance and day of absence is, is, is a completely different issue. You know, someone can be extremely high performer and yet they have a high demand due to their household or, or disabled, you know, parents or whatnot. And you have to accommodate for that. I think if you don't, I think you're making a big mistake, you know, as okay. opposed to somebody who's just blacking, not coming to work, you know, just because they don't feel like, it. I think there's a big difference.
1: Yeah, I, I, I had a conversation with someone the other day about this very thing. And one of the takeaways from the conversation was um, I was proposing to them that they have more of a results-oriented work environment. So I know that a lot of people look at how many hours you work and how many days you're there. Uh, but I said maybe a better metric is you asked them to do X and X was done at a certain certain time. So that being the case, what do you care how many hours or how many days they work if they completed the task at the time that you wanted them to do it? W- would you agree with that?
2: You know, I would agree with that. You know, I just because my background, you know, I started my career at KPMG, which meant it's project by project. So it didn't mm-hmm. matter you know, what time or you could be working three days straight without sleep or you could be off at 12 o'clock. It really didn't matter. What mattered was quality of work and timeliness of the work. Um, I, I think that, though, you know, that was that's a bit of a luxury that, I, that that I had. But I do know, you know, certain people. Let's say, if you're working at a like, let's say a security guard or certain job that actually require you to be there, mm-hmm. I think that's a different, you know, different difference in that type of jobs. Yeah. Okay. But I do agree. If uh, somebody's performing and the job requires, you know, uh certain project, yeah. I mean, what does it matter? You know, one person could get it done in one hour and the other person, you know, a little slow takes five, and well, you know, the other guy has to work five hours, four hours longer. Hmm. I agree.
1: Hmm. Um, let's 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 wave a magic wand. Let's let's imagine that um pay equity is achieved, right? Inside yeah. inside of uh, side of com- companies all over all over the world, especially in America. What would you say are the main benefits of achieving pay equity? You know, once once you have it, what's what's the good?
2: Yeah, you know, Jim, that's a, such a great question. You know, I, I, at at this company, you know, the way I like to measure success is, you know, treating others the way they want to be treated, and also mm-hmm. being part of something greater than yourself. And also, you, you know, in the future, I think, you know, what we're going to see is more technology, more software, more AI, more algorithms. But I, I don't believe human success comes from technology, software, algorithms and AI. It, it comes from human value, shared vision, uh, shared goal and a community that we build. So, you know, I I I thought about this a lot. You know, to me, the next evolution is equal is freedom. And freedom comes from being equal, being treated with dignity and respect. And I believe that once we achieve that, that we will, you know, get to another uh, advancement in humans, humans as a human. You know, we'll, we'll achieve more. So that's what I believe.
1: Let, let me ask you this, um, because I know that... Um... Well, I while well, I can agree with, with your with your standpoint, there's, there's always a, a counter argument for diff, for yep. for everything. So, what if somebody says, "Okay, we have pay equity, everybody's paid the same for this job, which is which is great, you know, men, women, mm-hmm. disabled, whatever the case would be, all right?" And so, you have two people uh, doing the same job in the company, both paid equally, but one is a super rock star. Mm-hmm. doing everything, making it look so easy. And you could, they're clearly more talented, he, she, whoever, right? They're mm-hmm. clearly more talented than the other person who's doing the job adequately, meeting all the goals, but not, they're not a superstar like this yep. other person. And so this other person says, you know what? Although I believe that everybody should be paid equally, I'm clearly doing a better job than this other person over here. Um, uh, I should get more money. How would you answer that argument?
2: Yeah, you know, so when you're doing a pay equity audit, you could hold for performance. And so you could pay people differently based on on someone's performance, you know, just like, let's say, you know, we hire somebody here in L.A. And then let's say somebody we hire, let's say, you know, more rural in Idaho. You know, we could hold that difference because of cost of living. And you could do the same um, to me bigger issue here is diversity, you know, the pay gap, you know, is mm. you know, it's not just, because, you know, if you're constantly promoting one group and holding back the other group, you know, that's another form of discrimination. And if you keep on hiring and not promoting women and keep on hiring women on the, let's say admin level and not promoting them and not promoting women in the management level, you're always going to have paid. this. Pay gap between men and women so you know the company needs to not just be able to pay people equal work for equal job but also understand that that job performance or location or tenure does matter and you could pay differently based on that but also you know having inclusive company where everybody is given act, equal access to be promoted. Everybody's given access to be higher. I think that's really important to have both. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah for sure. And, and I think I see, um, I'm going to get your opinion on this, but I think I see a way to, to to please both sides of the coin here. So let's say you have the pay equity. Everybody has the same salary no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, But by virtue of working for the company and by virtue of your work performance, you get a bonus. So everybody yep. gets paid, you know, 80K across the board for, the, for yep. whatever their job is. Uh, but if you do a good job or a great job, you might get a 5K bump and bonus. That's bonus pay, which is totally different from salary. And yep. the bonus is tied to performance. So you achieve your pay equity with the salary, but your, the amount of bonus you receive is based on your performance. Does that sound fair to you?
2: Yeah. So, you know, when we do uh, pay equity, we look at total rewards. You know, mm. that means we just don't look at the salary. We look at bonuses and also the benefits that come along with it. Okay. So we look at the whole thing and then we control for, let's say, location and performance. And uh, and if the performance grants, you know, grants that the person should be paid higher, then that's fine, you know. But you do need to look at it as a whole thing, you know, whole benefits and total rewards and total compensation.
1: I think I like your your holistic approach, God. I Keep hearing that in your presentation. You look at everything. You don't just take anything for granted. Would you say that's uh, part of your biggest strength at Trizek? The things you guys do, you look at the whole whole picture.
2: Yeah, we do. You know, we look at the whole thing. Uh, when you look at our company, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a really a data wrangling and prepping company. So mm. we bring data from applicant tracking system, HR, payroll, benefits. Time attendance, leave of absence, job performance. So these are structured and unstructured data. And then we prep it and then we do, we analyze, you know, actionable, what's actionable intelligence coming out here? And that is that, you know, in order to achieve fundamental rights and diversity, you know, you need to hire diverse people. And uh, you also need to achieve pay equity and have diversity. And also, Ensure that people are given, you know, affordable health care. So we take this data and we give this actionable intelligence that matters to us and what we believe, you know, uh, is to help company create a better workplace.
1: If someone's listening and they want to get more information about you and, and what your company does, how can they find you online?
2: Yeah, it's just uh, chooseaic.com, T-R-U-S-A-I-C.com. And my name is Robert, Shane, S-H-E-E-N.
1: Great, great. I'll also, to make it easier, I'll also leave a link to your company in the podcast description.
2: Oh, thank you, Jim.
1: Yeah, no problem. I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for being on the Jim Stroud podcast.
2: Uh, Thank you so much for having having me, Jim. It was nice to meet you. (laughs) Thank you. Same here.
1: Well, my time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you again real soon right here with a brand new episode of the Jim Stroud podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. I can be reached by email at jimstroud at jimstroud.com. And one last favor, if I may ask, please rate this podcast. Uh, Five stars is preferred, (laughs) but uh, please uh, comment uh, with your honest opinion. I really appreciate that. All right.